0: This is a podcast with KP and Gem where we talk all about travel with our friends, how we bumped our heads and how we scraped our legs and how in the hell didn't we wind up dead global mishaps come and join the ride, we've got a whole heap of funny weird stuff inside kidnaps, proposals and all of that so come on in and let's have a chat, yeah Welcome to Global Mishaps, the podcast where we chat about the things that have gone wrong during our travels. Where what could go wrong has gone wrong. I'm Jem. I'm KP. Welcome to Episode 2. KP's inability to remain upright.
1: So I've been lucky enough to just have my safety at threat, I guess, through my travels, but I've never, thankfully, ever injured myself to the point where I've ended up in an ED, unlike my friend KP over here, right? Right.
0: Yeah, look, I was um, I'm blessed with no coordination or or like any kind of sense of balance, which is really beautiful. Um, growing mm. up, um, my siblings super good at sport, really coordinated, all that jazz. My sporting prowess has been compared to a wheelie bin. Ah, yeah,
1: beautiful. After or
0: before bin night? <laughs> That's <laughs> I never clarified. Information. The point is like, and you know how some girls are like, you know, in movies, like the girls like super cute, clumsy, and they're like fall over and it's all adorable. It's painful to watch me kind of try to navigate mm. anything. The thing is, though, that superseded with that is I'm very confident. You a are. A very confident person. Can confirm. In when I have no ability. Like the more confident I am, the, the worse it's going to get. So this doesn't really bode super well for me when those two things are combined
1: and this is why we haven't really traveled together except for twice
0: yeah yeah we'll talk about those another time but absolutely um i do have this really great tendency to be nervous do something i, I have okay beginner's luck mm-hmm. and then shit hits the fan
1: does your beginner's luck do you do you think it amplifies your confidence absolutely to an unrealistic level definitely yeah. um That doesn't surprise me from you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a problem. It happens with directions, happens with, um, well, the various times that I've ended up with head injuries.
1: So you've told me about this head injury a little bit before, but Mm. we decided to park it so that we could have a a real raw
0: story sharing. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. On the um, edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> so a little tiny bit of context. Um I was going I was supposed to be going to the Middle East and I'll be talking about this in another episode as well. Um but this is when I was the you know, the ancient old age of twenty one. Um and when I was supposed to be going there, um a little thing called the Syrian War broke out.
1: Oh no.
0: Yeah, and then the Egyptian revolution. So a few things got in the way of me going to the Middle East with my friend and my friend definitely um you know she was quite nervous about these things happening she was older than me she was wiser than me i was like well bro we'll be totally fine i hadn't met jem yet so i didn't know about you know all the shit that can happen so we ended up last minute kind of switching our trip to go to the uk um in winter instead mm-hmm. so on the way over we had a little stopover in dubai had a couple of days there so when we landed, we were like, look, we've had a long flight. We're pretty, mm. like, tired. We'll just go do something real chill. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow we're going to explore with booked like, our desert safari and our city tours and all that jazz. So we were like, let's go to the Mall of the Emirates. Oh, yeah. And my friend was quite a good snowboarder. I. Because
1: <laughs> that's the first thing I think about when I go to Dubai is snow.
0: Yeah. So we were like, let's go to the Ski Dubai, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I technically can snowboard, but I'm like a falling leaf situation. Like, there's no smooth little s's. It's very much a. I am going down front ways. It is not a graceful situation. But I like. I was having fun. When you say you're technically
1: good at snowboarding, is this in reality or is this when you go to bed and you dream about snowboarding? I'm just asking for a friend. I didn't and say that technically is good.
0: Me. I uh-huh. said technically I can. Right. All right. So technically. I can snowboard.
1: <laughs> Technically, I can also get abducted. Like, it's the same thing.
0: Yeah. Again, beginner's luck. We go up the chairlift and, like, it's like an indoor run, right? Mm. So we go up the chairlift and we come off the chairlift. And I can't, I can't, like, get off the chairlift, pro- like, appropriately. I always fall. 100% of the time, I always fall. And is it a deep, steep drop on No. The oh, no, it's like a, my picture? it's like a flat situation. Okay. So most of the time like I fall over but like I just kind of get myself up it's all cheap. I remember one time I learned to snowboard in New Zealand which sounds like a flex and again I'm terrible at this. Um, one time I didn't fall and I didn't know what to do so I took my snowboard off and walked to where everyone else oh, was because I didn't know how to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. So the first time we had a run we went down feeling great feeling confident top-notch wonderful. We went up again and I said to my friend, Hey, like, I'm probably gonna fall again. So just like, Scooch on out of my way. You got skills, I do not have skills. So when we got up to the top, she went to skate out of the way. And at Skeeter by at the time there was these banks of snow on either side of where the chairlift comes in. Mm-hmm. And her so where as I fell, her board ricocheted off these side little mounds of snow. Oh. And like flicked around oh. and hit me in the side of the head, of the head. Yeah, side of the head. So when it happened, and this is gonna sound wildly dramatic, especially when I tell you the actual diagnosis, <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh my god. I put my head up and my hand up, and I could feel a dent in the side of my head. Right, I was like, I've cracked my skull. Mm-hmm, Obviously, mm-hmm. I know a lot about the. Bone density of skull. Oh, right. yeah. um, Real thin. <laughs> famously thin. <laughs> Paper. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, I've cracked my skull. Holy shit. I'm yeah. on the other side of the world. I am heinously poor. I've just come out of my honours year. So I've. A month before, my laptop had died and I couldn't submit my thesis unless my boyfriend bought me a fucking computer. Like, I was so poor. I was like, I'm gonna. I've cracked my skull. I'm <laughs> in the other side of the world. Oh my god. So kind of I also I am very basically first aid trained and again I get very confident. So people are trying to first aid me and I'm trying to tell them they're doing it wrong.
1: Oh, that's the time that you wanna be mm. just saying no.
0: Gorgeous. No. So I also denied the fact that I was in shock and I'm like trying to take my clothes off <laughs> the top of this thing. And head wounds pierce our blood.
1: Yeah.
0: There is like it's a massacre. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. course, (laughs) but also to add insult to injury so the the guy that was working at Ski Dubai came up on the chairlift to come first aid me and they had to strap me to like one of those stretches and he snowboarded me down the mountain backwards
1: cute can I ask like whilst he was taking you down the mountain did the mountain go from a beautiful like blonde she white (laughs) To people thinking that they was ski- skiing on the pink lake? And, I believe so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great.
0: Um, I would assume that it looks... Yeah, absolutely. Again, what kind of made it worse as well was I didn't realise at the time, but this guy, very hot. Hello. Mm. So he's first dating me. Probably didn't realise because you were, like, <laughs> dealing with a brain injury, but that's okay. I smashed my skull. Yeah. Obviously. So anyway, he's first dating me and I'm like, hello. <laughs> hello, Governor. Um... Pops us in a taxi, um, refunds our money, obviously, because they're worried we're going to sue them. And we go off to my first experience of uh, international emergency department.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So at this point, I'm like kind of oscillating between horror and hilarity. Like, I'm crying, I'm laughing, like, it's hysterical, the whole kind of thing. They've, like, aggressively bandaged my entire head. So it looks like I've just had a craniotomy.
1: Or that you've just come from Egypt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, it is full on. Um, And we get into this ED, and they see us and whatever, and they're like, take a seat. And we sit in this spot, and we're just chatting away. And they come over, and they're like, oh, you might be more comfortable in this little section. And we're like, No, we're fine. And they're like super insistent. Tell us like five times you would be more comfortable in this section. (laughs) And it takes us a long time to realize that we were sitting in the men's only section. And they were like trying to really politely, though, Mm -hmm. get us to move somewhere where we're not making everyone else uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right so eventually we get taken through we see this beautiful nurse who was delightful she thought we were funny she gave us like gold stars and like elephant stamps and the whole shebang scratch and sniff (laughs) unfortunately no (laughs) Um, and then we get escorted so you're escorted everywhere through this ed and it was we're in dubai like it's fancy as and the security guard once he found out we're aussie just kept making jokes about that we must want coffee and we're like Okay. Like, obviously, I get the joke now because I'd since moved to Melbourne and became addicted to the ship. But I was like, is this a weird stereotype that I was unaware of? Yeah. So all of this has kinda of happened. At this point, I kind of realized I'm probably I probably don't have fragments of skull floating in my brain. Really? We might be OK. Yeah. So we go in to see the doctor. And by this point, I'm like, I'm jet lagged. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like my brain has been like smooshed into smithereens. He tells me he's going to shave my head and give me stitches. And KP was like, no.
1: No. I said, uh,
0: like, uh, I'm so mean to this poor doctor. I'm like, absolutely not. I've had a head injury before. True story. You will glue it. Thank you so much, kind sir. You will not be touching my hair.
1: So even if he turned around, he's like, you're missing a portion of your skull and I can actually see brain. Oh, see. he was
0: probably like the head of neurosurgery. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I know more than I'm you. I'm going to
1: tell you how it's done, <laughs> sir.
0: I've got my like senior first aid.
1: Yeah, yeah you are not inactive at all.
0: <laughs> so anyway, we get out of there. And I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you what the actual diagnosis on my medical paperwork was. <laughs>
1: literally like a hematoma.
0: A two centimetre oh, yeah. superficial laceration. Cute. <laughs> Which, like, for the non-medical people out there, is the equivalent of, like, a paper card, yeah, right? It's like a scratch. It's a scratch. And the whole thing was so dramatic, and I was, like, convinced that I'd have this medical emergency. Can you
1: imagine? And at the beginning of your trip as well, because yeah. had you given him consent to shave your head, you would have what, rocked up to your actual long-term destination, semi-bald?
0: Yeah, like, it probably wouldn't have been that bad. It's on the side of my head, so I'll show you the scar later. Um Ooh. Yeah, no, thrilling. But I also, like, one of the reasons was I didn't want to have to, like, dick around trying to get stitches removed and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, but oh then God. I had to go through, like, the how do I tell my parents? So this is back in the days of uh, MSN Messenger. <laughs> so I get on, so I didn't have my phone, right? I, like, got on MSN and I was messaging my partner, like, oh, this has happened. And I think my brother summed it up best when he was like, only you could get in a snowboarding accident in the fucking desert. In the desert? Yeah.
1: Not even on your holiday yet? No. On your layover?
0: Oh, on the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had not even touched down at this destination. No. Mm. No thanks. (laughs) So that's my ED story.
1: Please tell me you had travel insurance.
0: I did, but oh this is the best part. Didn't cost a thing. Bargain. Top notch. Apparently, little life tip for people. If it's an emergency, they'll mm. do it for free. In any country.
1: Or in just Dubai. Well,
0: no, I think just in the UAE. But yeah. well well, I'm sure there's reciprocal stuff. But like obviously That's I amazing. was glad that I had travel insurance because otherwise I would have been I would have really been worried that I was gonna be bankrupt. But mm. They said um, no nah, because it was like I don't know if it's because it was a head injury or whatever, mm. or but they did it all for free. Like had to pay for like antibiotics, but mm. that had to yeah yeah. So it was actually like from a financial perspective,
1: it was fine. Yeah, the best injury that you could have acquired in the UAE.
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah. ten out of ten would recommend. Um, <laughs>
1: ten out of ten would recommend to maybe just not do it in the first place, but that's fine.
0: Yeah, but you know. I feel like that's kind of the first thing, the first time that I got it myself into a little bit of...
1: So the skateboard in the head was your cherry being popped for your injuries for your subsequent solo
0: travel? I would say so, but it's the only time I've been hospitalised.
1: I mean, touch wood.
0: <laughs> so far! <laughs> yeah. So that's the first time. Are yeah. you telling me there's there's more? <laughs> yeah. So, again, really confident, but no skills. So a few years ago one of my friends and i went we had like a little southeast asia little trip so we went to myanmar and we there's this temple complex called bagan like in myanmar and if you haven't looked this place up absolutely look it up it is absolutely beautiful and you get these like little like electric scooters which i'm going to refer to as a motorbike okay definitely was a motorbike.
1: <laughs> As a motorbike rider <laughs> She's, over I, here. You can see
0: the look of judgment on Jen's face Oh my out.
1: gosh I'm trying to contain it but th- there's a very big difference my friend but that's okay for story's mm. sake and podcast sake we'll just go with
0: it's a Harley Davidson that you're on and it's real lethal. Thank you so much for your support at this time. So we got these little scooters and at the beginning I'm a little nervous. So we're doing a, like a little lap around the car park thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think within three minutes, we were like convinced we we're amazing.
1: And you know, within that three minutes, the instructor is usually assessing...
0: Oh, they were not instructors, how. my
1: love. Well, I use the term instructor <laughs> very, very loosely, but that is their, their three minutes to ascertain how much you are at risk of dying and how smart you still are in the capability of suing a company like that is that three minutes
0: yeah look again though I want to be clear I was in Myanmar true so they didn't really give a shit as long as you gave them their deposit yeah so but this like it was really fun so we're like on these little harley davidson definite motorbikes not electric scooters that go maximum of like 25 k's but we were still (laughs) count we were fanging it around these temples so it was really cool because you weren't like locked into where you wanted to go you literally saw like the spire of a temple and like zoomed off after it and all this sort of stuff but i i would honestly say about four minutes in we were like on this highway (laughs) Is it about highway? We were on this highway. And looking at each other like, should we get motorbikes? Oh, yeah. Convinced that it was a great idea. Absolutely convinced. I was like, I'm going to get a motorbike. I'm going to be so good at this. Look at us. We're going to be bikies. (laughs) Everyone's going to be jealous of our mad skills. Um, (laughs) It wasn't long after. (laughs) that we had a little incident. Oh, of course you did. So in my defense my friend that i was with isn't great at remaining upright on motorbike's either or any type of bike the amount of time she's been bogged in like sandy stuff and mm. like just God, i i was God. riding with her once on Rottnest Island in Western Australia just at like a regular push bike and she just like went through this patch of sand and it's like her bike stopped and then just like Eah and like the whole thing was so slow there was so many times she could have gotten out of it and oh. she just ends up on her side mm-hmm. so this essentially happens in myanmar with this motorbike yeah so she hits this patch of sand mm-hmm. and she's going so slow that she just kind of falls over <laughs> so we're like picking her up laughing it off da-da-da-da-da. And I turn to her and I'm like, God, you're shit at this. I'm so good. I get back on mine. <laughs> Manifest that to the universe, didn't you? And me- you know, like sometimes you wait for karma to happen. and Sometimes other- <laughs> it just happens, my friend. Sometimes karma just comes immediately. So I get on <laughs> back on my mind. <laughs> And I just, like, kind of slip, my hand slips on the accelerator and it just, like, lurches Mm -hmm. across this road and, like, smashes into this massive hedge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I've gone fucking flying. I've crashed into this hedge. And um, as this happens, this big kind of van full of local like teenagers comes oh, yeah. past and they're just like <laughs> so if you hear it from my friends perspective they were like horrified <laughs> thinking that i'd actually like hurt myself <laughs> and then realized after a second as i'm like pulling myself out of this bush and like backing this bike up that i was fine and they were just pissing themselves laughing and i was like yeah maybe this is not not for you maybe that maybe i shouldn't Get my motorbike license. This is actually, but it's an ongoing thing for me because I'm still convinced I'd be great at it. When I was in Indonesia a few mm. months ago, I kept telling my friend we should hire motorbikes, and mm. she's like, No fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, You don't have a license and you're terrible.
1: Yeah. And I'm like,
0: Yeah, good shout.
1: And you've also had a previous incident.
0: Yeah, which she knows about. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of have this rule like, the more confident I am with something, don't let me do it.
1: Okay. If
0: I doubt myself, it's probably fine. Okay. If I'm like, nah, absolutely, it's gonna be perfect.
1: So when you say it was your friend's sort of perception on the event that happened, where the teenagers were really concerned and then found it hilarious, from your perception, were you telling the cool kids, I popped a wheelie, pulled the throttle, (laughs) took off, like it was Hagrid's bike out of Harry Potter and just like lived my life?
0: Like in my mind. It was a very serious, very, like, cool and gnarly crash.
1: What was the immediate thought that entered your head when you lost full control of the bike, though?
0: Oh, I feel like every time this shit like this happens to me, I'm like, oh, no. I feel like that's, that's
1: not the correct words, but I feel like the
0: words that would go through your head would not be something we could air on a podcast. Possibly. But, yeah, it's just this moment of, like, immediate regret. <laughs> And just praying to a god i don't believe in like i'm like lord help me out yeah but like we came out unscathed like only my pride was wounded in that one fortunately in that one
1: yeah okay <laughs> so so far you're not dead so far
0: so far um but again we've had a lot of confidence not a lot of skill
1: mm. um and you haven't obviously learned anything about yourself or what to not do when you travel? No. Okay. No, I'm not. Just checking.
0: <laughs> so I guess last but definitely not least, um, I I don't have a lot of great luck with horses either.
1: Who does? But yes.
0: Well, <laughs> it's true. So actually after this snowboarding incident, me and my friend were in Wales um, and we were, she was a okay, She's quite skilled. I'm not. So she was a great horse rider, wanted to go horse riding. Um and I'm talking I, the same trip. The same trip, but this is actually not the horse incident. This is just a precursor. A little spoiler, if you will. <laughs> um so same trip, but a few weeks later, and we were horse riding through Snowdonia National Park. And if you've not been there Beautiful. Top notch. Would recommend. But as we're going through this horse... Now, I always think I get shit horses, but I think they probably just think they just... The horses know that I'm a shit rider. Mm -hmm. So this horse tries to, like, buck me off. Somehow, your girl lands it, and I don't fall. Um, Though I had fallen off a horse before um, when I was a kid. but, But my friend, my poor friend, who already felt bad about her snowboard smashing me in the head... Um, was <laughs> so concerned um, and after that she was like you're not doing anything like I can't I, my nerves can't take it so anyway fast forward a few years later I was in Africa and Africa's gonna have its own special mm-hmm. episode because a lot happened during my 30th birthday Africa trip but I thought it would be a remiss to not include horsey in this one so I was in Malawi um, Malawi beautiful country Mm -hmm. We were um, staying by Lake Malawi, which is amazing, really stunning. So we went out horse riding one day and I was, like, leading the charge here. I'm like, guys, we're going horse riding. It's going to be so great. Here comes our confidence. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be so great. And we're just, like, we're trotting along. And, again, like... Technically, I can ride a horse. Like I know how to do it. In
1: her dreams, <laughs> we've established that.
0: Technic, like I can get on the thing. Uh-huh. I can make them go. Okay. Yeah, you know I can do the accelerator. Sometimes I can use the horses. Brakes. Don't have throttles. <laughs> this is probably where you went wrong. So we we're like riding along this trail in Malawi, and we're in a group. And look, I've got to say that if anyone from that trip listens to this episode i really need you to be supportive of the fact that in my mind this was quite cool and quite like badass i don't want to hear that it was just embarrassing thank you so much um so we're like kind of trotting along cantering along whatever and my horsey was not wanting to be my friend Mm -hmm. again quite Mm a theme and he like you know they're supposed to like stay in a little line and they just kind of chase each other's butts a bit
1: yeah yeah That's because they're ingrained to do that.
0: Yeah, right? Like, they don't have any freedom. No. It's sad. Um, But anyway, my horsey was not about that life. He was like, I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need no man. So decided lines weren't for him. Yeah. um, And kind of (laughs) broke out of the line and just starts, like, in my mind, bolting, like, (laughs) galloping faster Mm -hmm. than Mm Farlap. Like, we are and I you're about
1: to win the Melbourne Cup
0: <laughs> yeah like it's incredible yeah. um, except I knew that this was bad so at one point one thing I do know from watching the Saddle Club obviously oh, yeah. hello yeah. world we don't like our feet going all the way through the stirrups feet. my yeah. feet so I remember at one point when he was bolting my foot leg went through the stirrup and I'm like if I fall <laughs> you're a dead woman I will have no leg <laughs> anyway I managed to get my foot back in but I like I fell off. okay. But like he's in my mind galloping. yeah. so he's going quite fast, yeah, and I'm in the middle of fucking Malawi. So as I fall off, and again, in my mind, I like got serious air. yeah, like I'm sailing through the. I'm like airborne. For several hours. Horizontally airborne as well, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm being thrown out of this saddle and I'm, like, sailing through the air. And all I could think in this moment was, I do not want to break my fucking leg.
1: What about your in... life?
0: No, Just... no. <laughs> okay. Apparently, not. I do not want to break my leg yeah. in Malawi. Okay. I don't know. There's not much of a healthcare system going on. No. Yeah. And, like, we were in this tiny village. yeah, uh, Not a vibe. I don't know why I was so obsessed with breaking my leg. I've had horse riding friends tell me much later on, that's the least of your problems. Yeah. your pelvis.
1: <laughs> your pelvis and lots of blood.
0: But in my mind, I was very concerned about my leg. And, like, somehow I just, like, I land on some, like, big, like, tuft of grass kind of thing. It was quite cushioned. So, like, knocks the wind out of me. I slam into the ground. But when you're out in the middle of nowhere on horse mm. and you fall off, you gotta get it back on the horse. Well, that, as the saying, you <laughs> can't let the saying down, exactly. KP. So, like, I got up and I'm like, huh? <laughs> and a lot had already gone wrong on this trip so far, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I like my pride's already pretty wounded. What pride? <laughs> what pride? I don't often have pride, but um, I was like, oh, shit, this is not okay. And then they're like, Well, you're gonna have to get back on the horse because like otherwise you're walking back to mm. like this camp. So and again, this horse is massive. Yeah. It's a giant horse. I've got a photo of him on the blog if you want to have a look. Yeah. He looks very friendly in that photo, but he was not. Um so I had to get back on this horse and like I feel like my like my leg and my butt are about to fall off. Like mm-hmm. this is and like <laughs> like fighting back tears. <laughs> Trying to
1: keep
0: it together. <laughs> trying to Act fail-y. cool. So we had up like, you know, tr- trotting back and I'm like, <laughs> but again, they were quite worried. I think that I was going to sue them. <laughs> so
1: Everybody these days.
0: Yeah. So the owner of like the little stable came mm. and, you know, we had a little drink. Cost her two bucks. So she got off pretty fucking lightly, I think. <laughs> but yeah, like it was just one of those moments that I'm like, why do I keep doing this?
1: I mean, I ask myself the same question. I think in retrospect, I electively don't like to do adventurous stuff. I just yeah. find myself in it.
0: Yeah. Like yours is definitely without consent. Yeah. Like you're we're... signing a
1: document of consent.
0: <laughs> I It just comes. I'm paying me. money for this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're financially supporting your injuries. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's different.
0: For and me. I've just never, I don't think learnt my lesson because in my mind, I would like to be a person that's good at this stuff
1: I would like you to be a person that doesn't end up in an emergency hospital like an emergency department of a hospital because I don't want that as my future life either
0: <laughs> yeah 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 it's true um and I understand that and I respect that mm. um but yeah I don't know if I'm ever gonna learn that no, particular lesson. no it doesn't sound like even just with those
1: three incidences there hasn't really been you know you just honest to God you've got back on the horse figuratively speaking and just gone again and we're waiting we're really just now waiting for the next one
0: yeah and there's been obviously several since then yeah yeah um but i think those are like my top three your top three yeah maybe okay but the year is young
1: (laughs) the year is young so i know we've just had the last half an hour laughing about your, you know, injuries, near-death experiences. But I guess as a, if I'm trying to be a good friend, which I do often question of myself on a frequent basis, you know, I do have to ask you, they sound like pretty traumatic experiences, one of them of which was back-to-back. Do you actually feel that you've taken away some element of trauma that I
0: I should be checking in on? Uh, No, I think I'm okay. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I think the biggest issue is that I never learn my lesson.
1: Mm.
0: And that's okay. You know? <laughs> the inflection, right? It's okay. <laughs> I think, honestly, like, I'm going to get serious for a second. Um, I was so grateful on each occasion that I'm such a stickler for travel insurance. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's these moments of like, oh, this could be a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and knowing that you do have, like, the backing of things is super important. Um, But, yeah, like, thank you for your emotional support. But uh, I think I just need to accept the fact that I'm clumsy. And I think
1: this is something that we've struggled with seeing is that we do follow a lot of people that will argue against, you know, save money because health insurance or in travel insurance even is really expensive, particularly post-pandemic. But it's, I think when, and insurance is like that in time, right? You never know what's going to happen. And this is the point of insurance. But had you not had insurance?
0: Yeah. Like, luckily I've not actually needed to like enact it in any of these situations, Mm -hmm. but I, yeah, I definitely would never travel without medical. Definitely. And even like from a healthcare perspective, both of us working in public health in Australia, like, the amount of families that don't have insurance and then rack up these, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of bills in a country that has free healthcare, by the way, um, is just wild.
1: Yeah, agreed. But KP's done a great thing, and um, if you want to head to our website, <laughs> check out our blog for this episode.
0: Episode two. We do have some emergency numbers for Dubai and Malawi in there. Um, unfortunately, the Australian government... Uh, says at the moment they advise against travel to Myanmar, which is a real shame because the country is really, really beautiful. Um, we've also got some links for, um, you know, not sponsored, but some travel insurance that we use as well. So we definitely um, encourage you to check those out. But if you've got your own stories about ridiculous injuries, hospital visits, um, reach out, let us know. We wanna know all of the goths.
1: Yeah, please do just a reminder for those of you who need our email to write into us it's global like the world mishaps m-i-s for superficial laceration s for shit (laughs) h-a-p-s at
0: gmail.com otherwise you can hit us up at global mishaps on instagram or tiktok or go to our website globalmishaps.com thank you so much for joining us again and we will see you next time bye bye